What's up, everybody? It's your draft queens, Kate and Michelle. And whoo, baby, it's early. Good morning from the West Coast, Michelle. It's 6 a.m. It's 6.02 in the morning, and we've just pressed record after gabbing for half an hour. So I've been up since 5 a.m. because I love this show, and I love you and all of our wonderful listeners. So good morning. How are you? I'm great. I was going to say, what better way to start your day, honestly, than a cup of joe and some draft queens? Come on. I haven't even gotten to the joe yet, though. Like, I could use some <laughs> right. joe. I'm like... I have the... All right. I have the joe, so you can enjoy it vicariously through me and through our Zoom. But yes, th- this is a great way to start the day. We don't normally record in the mornings. This is. This is a great way to start the day. And uh, nobody asked, but uh, I'm just going to start my doing my <laughs> ramble at the beginning of this episode. Nobody asked, but I'm in LA today because... I'm out here doing a film shoot, which is so exciting and fun, as always. Um, But Michelle, it's been like a really inspiring week. So I'm up at 6 a.m. out here, and I'm feeling it because all week I've been in the studio filming. I've been with some really creative people, and I'm feeling the creative juices this morning. How about you? Are you feeling it from this coast, from the West Coast to the East Coast? I'm I'm feeling it from you. The fact that you're this excited and pumped up at 6 a.m. your time is really, truly something unique and different. I thought that perhaps us recording this early in the morning would mean Kate would have less to say. But fear not, everybody. Fear not. Just, just as much to say. Maybe even more. I guess we'll find out. <laughs> what I am affectionately now, so I was thinking about this since our episode last week, because obviously last week we kicked off a series of eight episodes that were going deep on every conference in the NFL week by week, every Friday, we're back on our weekly cadence, baby, here we go. Um, but I was thinking about this last week, and I really do, at the top of each episode, I like to ramble a little bit. I'm sorry. I'm sorry that I do it. And I think I came up with a name for it, and I... I think that the top of each episode in our opening should just should be called just one thing. Just one thing. I mean, I mean, but can you really hold true to that promise and make it just one thing, Kate? Can you? Um, I like it. Cha- I I I view this as a challenge for you, so I think this is a great great idea. V creative. V, thank you. V, I, I like get on it, and I just want to. I'm going to hold you accountable. It literally can only be one thing. So, is your one thing that you're in LA and your creative juices are flowing, or are you already going to give us something else? Um, I think that I think what I'm allowed to do <laughs> is. <laughs> Uh, I think what I'm allowed to do is I can expound on the one thing. So the thing today is L.A. That's where I am, and I can talk about whatever I want if it has to do with that one thing because it's just one thing, and the thing is L.A. And if I want to tell you about the studio, I could. If I want to tell you about this dope hotel I'm in, it's called The Garland. Maybe they'll sponsor us, but just because I'm saying it, but it's this way cool, like groovy, mid-century 70s vibe. If I want to talk about that, that's part of the thing. But I what can't go beyond could, that. Could you talk about the weather out there? Because I've heard that it's like <laughs> 100 plus degrees. Okay, yeah. So this will be the, and then I'll be done with my one thing. But this is actually really interesting. Okay, so I learned a new fact about weather while I've been here. So thank you for that prompt. <laughs> I totally forgot. Um, not only, so when you go fr- over the hill with the Hollywood sign into the valley, 
you go from like LA to the fucking desert. Like it is <laughs> yes, yes. so hot. It's so hot. So we are filming on Tuesday and Wednesday. We are recording this on a Thursday. You're listening to this on a Friday. We were filming on Tuesday and Wednesday. The low, like in LA, was in the 60s, right? In the valley, the high was 100 degrees. 100 wow. degrees. 100. That's a 40, 40 degree difference for those of you that are not math wizards. <laughs> it is wild. So that was crazy. Um, and the, the thing that I learned about weather is that in here in the Valley, not in LA proper, I don't think, but in the Valley, they're having something called a mega drought, which is an actual, it's a scientific term for. Oh, it is. Okay. Yeah. And you are like not allowed right now to even, even if you have a house and you want to plant grass, you are not allowed to do that during a mega drought because there's not enough water to put water on the grass to grow your grass you can't do that and actually this segues really well into what we're talking about today which is the afc west because you know where there are mega droughts in the desert and you can't put grass and water it tell me la a la la chargers las vegas a la a la las vegas raiders like how wild is that? But all members of the AFC West. So mega drought is like probably the best segue possible to talk about the AFC West today. There you go. There's just one thing working in real time. Woo! Wow. Just one thing with Kate Walsh, everybody. Uh, this is a great <laughs> new trend. I absolutely love it. And as Kate said, we're back this week to break down the AFC West Hopefully you tuned in last week for AFC East. If you didn't, go backwards in time. It's still in your podcast feed and listen to it. Um, But let's get into into some AFC West. Yeah. I mean, well, first of all, setting the scene for who is in the AFC West, just in case. So so Kate mentioned a few of these teams already, but Mm -hmm. AFC West consists of the Kansas City Chiefs, the Las Vegas Raiders, the Los Angeles... Yeah, the Los Angeles Chargers and the Denver Broncos. Um, so it's kind of fitting, except for the Chiefs, that you're recording this on the West Coast since most of these teams are West Coast teams. Um, and I think we did this in the last episode, and this worked really works really well just to sort of travel back in time a little bit and let you know that last season the Chiefs obviously you know dominated AFC West. They finished 14 and two. The the Vegas Raiders right at the middle of the pack, eight and eight. Uh, the Chargers, with their rookie QB, finished seven and nine. So I, I would imagine they're uh, hoping to finish at uh, a little better than five hundred this year. And uh, the Broncos, which we'll get into. I don't really know what the Broncos did last year or what they're doing this year uh, to improve. But you know, they were five and eleven last year. So just to look back at what the year was last year, and then we can kind of give you all a little update on what these teams have been up to in the off season, and and frankly, how we think that's going to affect you know, this, this conference this year. Yeah. Um, I mean, I think we should, I think we should start at, at the bottom here, like literally and figuratively, we should start at the bottom. (laughs) Um, only because there's really not a hell of a lot to say about the Denver Broncos. So let's start there because I was, okay. So I did some research for this episode. I'm looking around trying to figure out what the fuck the 
Broncos have done? Like what, <laughs> what, what, what offseason moves have they made? Who have they drafted? Who have they re-signed? The only things that I've seen from the Broncos is that they traded away their running back, Philip Lindsay, who I actually thought was really promising, although he was like in and out of injury last year. And they had like truly a transitional year for a number of reasons, like lots of new players, lots of like just trying to figure it out. But now yeah. they don't have Philip Lindsay, which is like a a bummer. He's just a free agent now, to my latest knowledge. And they traded away Teddy Bridgewater, who's actually really good. He's no, not on acquired, the Broncos anymore. They acqui- no, they Did acquired they? Teddy Bridgewater. They acquired. I thought that. I thought they acquired him and then released him. I, I don't know. All of this to say I truly have no idea what the Broncos are doing. If you have a better handle on this than I do, please let me know. But my research is so, abysmal. No. So here's the, here's the thing. Uh, I think that this is a major rebuild situation, um, you know, out, in, uh, out for, the, for the Broncos. I, so how I've been doing research for this is actually really interesting. Like all of the team – websites you know normally this is where i would go to look at like i would go look at like the depth charts and stuff like that while i'm figuring out like who i want to draft for fantasy and all that kind of stuff but what i found this year was they actually have um a transactions like a page that you can look at and so some of these teams i've been looking at and they do it like month by month yeah and you and you see like tons of activity when you go to the broncos you basically see no activity so uh, you're basically spot on and saying there really hasn't been a lot of movement here nothing nothing huge to report um they you know they did acquire teddy bridgewater um i don't think that they've announced yet you know between him and drew lock uh you know who who the starter is is going to be um Mm. they obviously have you know jerry judy out there extremely talented wide receiver as you just said not much going on in the in the in the backfield um you know other than uh you know um yeah, other other than Melvin Gordon over there. So, I yeah. mean, there's there's definitely been there's definitely been some stuff that has happened. Um but I agree with you. I think there's a lot of rebuilding happening there. I mean, you know, it, it's going to be interesting to see, you know, how they use or don't use Teddy Bridgewater, um but, you know, I I don't see anything uh, majorly shifting um for them yet. I think there's still some rebuilding to do in Denver. Yeah, there's I mean, I I I like to I like a lot of these players. I just can't really see like let's let's say it's their starting offense is Drew Locke at the helm, then they've got Melvin Gordon in the backfield. They have Noah Fance, can't forget about Noah Fance, tight end, and then Jerry Judy and Cortland Sutton uh as wideouts. I mean, in theory, could be good, but that's like the entire depth of the team and it's all right. pretty mediocre like there's no there, there's no one else there's no one else i don't recognize any of these like backup wideouts i don't know who the, these running backs are like maybe it's yeah. fresh talent that i am not aware of but overall pretty snooze like it's a yeah. it's a snooze from the broncos for me yeah, I, I, I tend to agree. I think you're really relying on sort of your number one, you know, guys here uh, with with a couple of backups or, you know, number two, number three guys that, that could show some promise. But, um, yeah, I, I think it's going it, to – I think for, the, for this team it's really going to come down to what happens between Teddy Bridgewater and or Drew Locke, you know, taking the snaps. That's going to really set the, 
the, mm. the the pace for this team this year. So we'll be interesting to see. I mean, we all know I talked a lot about Teddy B last year. I really like him. I definitely think having, you know, folks like Jerry Judy, you know, on the team, like gives him, you know, a, a target. So it'll be, yeah. it'll be interesting to see, you know, how, how he's, used but I I think there's promise I just don't think this year's the year where you see them break out yeah yeah I think that's right I think that's right um so okay Broncos are the Broncos um if we keep going I I wouldn't say potentially from the bottom but if we keep going from the bottom um let's talk a little bit about the Chargers um and speaking of the chargers being in la the sun just came out in la so good morning to me you can see it like right here over my window how fun there you go so interestingly enough again there there was definitely some off-season activity for the chargers uh i think most notably is the fact that they lost um hunter henry Mm -hmm. uh i think we talked a lot about hunter henry in the tight end position last year so i definitely view that as a pretty big loss uh, for them in the offseason. Now, they did, you know, they did sign Jared Cook. Um, Jared Cook's great. He's a little older than Hunter Henry, so that makes me, like, a little nervous in terms yeah. of, you know, like, you know, just general uh, health and, and things of that nature. So I feel like that was kind of a downgrade for them. But everything else that they've really been doing kind of in the offseason, um, lots of lots of draft picks uh, for, for this team. So you're going to see a lot of rookies on, on both sides of the ball. Um, and so, again, like – this is this is a lot of rebuilding. There's a lot of, you know, trust and, and effort being put into Justin Herbert, you know, to see, you know, how he can, you know, become a franchise player for this team. But, you know, other than that, I, I have seen just a ton of sort of rookie draft, you know, sort of pickup stuff for them to, I think, just start, you know, padding their roster a bit for the future. Yeah. I mean, here's the interesting thing, because I I get tripped up on the Chargers, right? Like, I am excited. I like Jared Cook. I do. And I really, I see the promise in Justin Herbert. I love Austin Eckler in the backfield. I trust Keenan Allen. I trust Mike Williams for the most part. So overall, it feels like pretty, pretty solid. But I do solidly think that it'll just be another like seven and nine season for them like it was last year you know what I mean like yeah I mean look Herbert Herbert was a rock star I I you know I I think that he'll just continue to get better I really do like the the run game in the back you know in the backfield as long as these guys can stay you know healthy like you said you've got Eckler you've got Justin Jackson you've got Joshua Kelly these are all names we talked about a lot last year from the fantasy you know, side of things. If they can all stay healthy, I think that's a really strong, you know, backfield for them. Obviously, from a fantasy perspective, you know, you may want to be careful which one of those you pick up because a shared backfield is is not always the greatest thing fantasy-wise. But yeah. since we're not talking fantasy quite yet, that is, you know, that is a strong backfield, you know. And like you said, there's definitely names here. And it's, it's very similar names to last year, minus Hunter Henry. So... I would hope that they could find a way to at least improve to a 500 season, if not yeah. better, you know, this year. Um, but, you know, it's uh, the pieces are there. The, the pieces are there, and I think the reason you're seeing a lot of, you know, draft picks and things of, of that nature is because sort of they have those kind of number one, number two guys, and yeah. now they need a little bit more more depth. And 
look, let's see. This will be season two for Justin Herbert. Let's see. You know, yeah. I'm excited to see what he puts together. That's exactly my – I am totally uh, – whoa, <clears throat> I just lost my, my voice. Wow, it is 6 a.m. Um, it is 6 a.m. I am totally in alignment with the improvement to 500. I think that's what they should be aiming for this year and to not dip any lower. Last They ended last season at um, 438. So if they could hit 500, um, I think that would be really nice to see. And uh, – which leads directly into, if we're talking 500 seasons, um, in 2020 to 2021 season, the Raiders were 500. And so let's talk about the Raiders, because this, uh, this is probably one of the teams, not just in the AFC West, that I'm most excited about, but overall, um, there are some really interesting signings that have happened for the Raiders, inclusive of... Kenyon Drake signed from the Cardinals, uh, John Brown in the wideout position, along with Willie Sneed. I mean, that is exciting. The Raiders could be, although they can't grow grass and they are in a mega drought, they <laughs> they can acquire really great players for their dope stadium in Las Vegas. I am so excited about the Raiders, Michelle. I kind of feel the same way, and actually, there's been a lot of there's been a lot of uh, news this week around, um, you know, Derek Carr. Derek Carr is like, I am playing for this team forever. I'm in. Like, this is so. Just having someone, you know, having a quarterback like that that is like, I am yeah. in it to win it. I don't care that we were only 500 last year. Like, I believe in this team. I want to play for this team. I do not want to play anywhere else. I mean, that's a leader that you want. Like, you yeah. want to play for a guy like that, and so. Is Derek Carr the best quarterback in the league? No. He's also not the worst quarterback in the league. And now he's added some additional no. weapons. You know, you've got Josh Jacobs in the backfield already, and you add Kenyon Drake. I think that's an awesome one-two punch. Yes. You've definitely got some, you know, you've definitely got some depth in the in, you know, the wide receiver, you know, space now, now that they've added some additional guys. John Brown, man, like, I don't know. That guy can run. That guy can catch. He did amazing when he was in, yeah. he was in Buffalo. And so I, I agree. I think um, I think I feel excited about this team. I think you know they definitely will do better than they did last year. I think they'll stay competitive, you know, throughout the year. Uh, and I think Derek Carr is just he's amping every he's amping me up by being like I'm playing yes. here. I don't care. Like I will go down with this ship. I don't care what anybody thinks. Like this is this is my team. I would I want to play for a guy like that. You, you know? want to yeah. You want to ride with that kind of a person. I'm like so. I mean, I'm so stoked for them. And then we can't even forget, like, we haven't even named everyone. There's still, like, we have Hunter Renfro. There's Zay Jones. Like, their wide receiver core is fucking awesome. Like, really, 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 really good. And not to mention, like, one of my biggest things always is, like, you never know. It's like, um, you know, it's like Saquon last year. You never know who's going to get hurt. If your star falls, then you're fucked. You know, um, but it's all of these guys, like there's such depth in this depth in their entire depth chart. There is such depth. I also like I don't want to discount the fact that John Gruden is their head coach. Love him. He's wild. Right, but right. I think like he's he's fun to watch and he's a he's a fun coach. They're offensive coordinators. Greg Olson. I think that's all. I mean, I really I believe in them. I think they are fresh. They're exciting. 
They also yeah. have Marcus Mariota. Let's not forget about Marcus. Also, just sitting in the oh, background Marcus. if he wants to shine hey. again, my boy. <laughs> <laughs> but it, they're 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 going to be good this year. That's that's where my money is is on the Raiders. The good- the good news is they do play in a dome, um, so hopefully uh, the mega drought is not affecting them too badly. Well, did you know that they the actual stadium, it goes inside and outside of like a dome, and they grow their grass outdoors in the sunshine, oh, and, then, and then they, and then they wheel move it, it back in. in. Oh, yeah, it's that's so right. cool. Okay, all right, so then the mega drought is still affecting them. I'm sorry. I would say, like, if we are allowed to travel at some point, which clearly I'm on the road right now, but... If we're allowed to travel for Draft Queens, which we should, I want our first stop. If anyone in Las Vegas wants to host us, please do, because I want to go to Vegas. I've never gone. I want to go. You've never been to Vegas? Not like a – I mean, I've – been there for when I was like a child and we went to like the M&M world or whatever. No, 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 no. That does not No, I haven't done like Vegas, Vegas. I think we should go to Vegas. All right. Las Vegas Raiders, call us. We're here. We're ready. Yeah. Yeah, they're they're dope. They're dope. And you have a Raiders jacket. Remember, you won fantasy last year. I do. Of course I have a Raiders jacket. I mean, they're all black, and that's just, that's my steez. So, yeah. yes, of course I have a Raiders jacket. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so we're going to Vegas is basically what we've right. decided here. <laughs> Great. And and last last but not least in, in the AFC West, we obviously have to talk about the Kansas City Chiefs. Powerhouse team, 14-2 and two last year. I don't mm-hmm. need to tell you who's on this team. Everybody knows, and they've they've continued to keep the majority of this team together. You're still going to see Mahomes. You're still going to see Kelsey. You're still going to see Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. I mean, the the core is is back. You know, uh, they they waived a couple of guys, Damon Williams from the backfield, but they picked up Jarek McKinnon. So like, you know, yeah. I, this team has. This team is large in part, you know, stayed uh, intact. It, this is one of those, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Like, what are you going to do here anyway to make this team, you know, better? Um, so not really too much to report, like, on the uh, on the offseason moves here. Um, I think you're just – I think you're going to see a whole lot of the same from this team. They're, they're not getting tired, I can tell you that much. Now, do you think that there's anything to – because it's, it's worth noting that while they've – kind of maintain the same core I am trying to get to the like some of the more timely pieces of news that have happened just this week between like Le'Veon Bell going free agent and also while he's doing that kind of lighting up Andy Reid and saying I'll never play for him again I mean, Le'Veon Bell needs to just retire. Like, it's over. It's over. <laughs> it's done. Like, you miss too many seasons. Then you then you say you want to go to the Chiefs because you want to win a Super Bowl. You don't win the Super Bowl, so now you're crying. Like, it's over. You're done. Just We're done. drama queen no stuff. I'm trying just to figure stop. out if it's... Yeah, yeah. That's probably... Yeah, it's probably fair. I mean, I was wondering, too, about... if I was just wondering if there's something to it. Like, knowing that Lev Bell should just retire and be done like your heyday is over type thing but Sammy Watkins going free agent is is weird to me and I think he got drafted by the Ravens but uh yeah it's just I'm just wondering if maybe there's trouble in paradise that may shake up the Chiefs this coming year related to coaching I don't know I mean, it could be the coaching. It could be money. Like, if Sammy Watkins is up for a renewal and doesn't get what he wants, maybe yeah. he walks for that reason. Like, 
who knows? I mean, like, again, you guys, you, you all know, you know, the Tyree kills, the, you guys know who's on this team. Perhaps, yeah. perhaps they're just asking for too much. And the Lev Bell thing is just like I said. I mean, this guy was ring chasing. He didn't noise, get his noise, ring noise. and now he's complaining. Like, yeah. get out of here, dude. Come on. Yeah. What are you yeah. going to call Tom? You're going to call Tom Brady next, Lev, and be like, I want to come play for the Bucks now. Like, come on, dude. I don't even think they'll have him. I don't even think Tom will take the call. I think, uh, no, I think it's the end of not. the Lev Bell era. Or, you know what? I bet the Jets would take him back. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure you would love to hear that. And, and there's the shade. There's our morning shade. Um, yeah. All right. But, so. Yes. Yes. Who do we think? This is my favorite game to play so that we can yes. go back and reference it later on in, in, in life, a.k.a. later on in the football season. Who do you think? I Who do you think finishes in last? I think we almost did this in the order of how how I feel it's going to finish. I want to see if me and you are on the same page. Yeah, we did. We did. I think um, we can – let's start at the bottom because that's the easiest – the easiest bottom is clearly the Broncos. The Broncos did nothing and will continue to do nothing. I think there's a question. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think they will finish just as poorly as they did last year. Uh, 5-11 was how they closed out last season. Um, I could see them even doing worse. Uh, but, yeah, Broncos at the bottom there. Yeah, Bron- Broncos at the bottom. I- I've, got the, uh, I've got the Chargers in, in third, and this, this was a little bit of yeah. a, ch- a yeah. tricky one for me, like trying to figure out between this and the Raiders. But I do think uh, – look, I think that between the Raiders, the Chargers, and the Broncos, I do think that all of their um, – I think all of their uh, – what is the word that I'm looking for? All of their wins to losses. Wins oh. to losses. Their 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 record? Yes. Oh my god. Jeez. Totally oh my god. Like right out of my head. <laughs> totally right out of my head. I think all of their records will improve from last year. I think that this will be a little bit more of a competitive conference. You know, yeah, like I, I agree. I, I do I do think I do think the Chiefs finish at the top. I do think that there is more competition here, though, and I definitely struggled between the Raiders and the Chargers. But after you know, sort of, you know, kind of looking a little bit more closely at at where things landed, I I had the Chargers in third, and then the Raiders in 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 second. Uh, yeah. I mean, I felt I felt similarly. Like that entire like Chiefs, Raiders, Chargers. I feel pretty confident that that's how they'll end their season in terms of finishing i i just i am so curious about the raiders like i really i hope that i don't think if you were to tell me like the raiders are playing the chiefs i would say oh yeah well the chiefs are clearly going to win that game but i don't think that the raiders are far behind like i think they're gonna have a really good season so to your point about this conference being extra competitive this coming year um i think they'll up level like i'm i'm pretty bullish on on at least three of these teams. Yeah, I think this is sort of like an all ships rise situation in the AFC West this year. Yeah. AFC West, congratulations. Like you ha- you have no water, but you have a lot of talent. So <laughs> <laughs> This has been a fun one to review. I've really enjoyed this one and I think uh we've got again, like we're going through these every week. So next week we'll be breaking down the AFC North. Um, and again, another really, really fun league to break down between the Ravens, Bengals, Steelers, and Browns. Um, it's it's going to be a really, really fun week. But this week was fun, Michelle. I love talking AFC West with you, especially when I'm on the West Coast. I dig it. It was, it was perfect timing. 
How appropriate. Anything you want to leave our dear, dear listeners with before uh, we wrap up for today? That's all I got. I'm excited to keep uh, getting through these conferences week over week. It definitely is getting me stoked for football season. Yeah. Well, as always, if... uh, if you're enjoying this show and you aren't already subscribed to our channels on Spotify or Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to this show, hit that subscribe button, smash it, and uh, leave us five stars if you're feeling extra hospitable. Or if you want to talk shop about, you know, the AFC West or um, mega droughts or anything, then find us on our socials. We're at the Draft Queens on Instagram and at the underscore Draft Queens on Twitter. Uh, We love y'all. We're excited to continue talking football every single week. And uh, yeah, we will. We'll see you next week.